Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather, science, earth science, and even periodically some off topic episodes. And most of the time we do that on Friday. And guess what today is? You got it. It's Friday. We made it, everybody. It is Friday, February 4th, 2022, the first Friday in the month of February. And this is episode number 292. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz Podcast, Andre Berninger. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. And yes, for those of you perhaps not in Northeast Ohio, and we certainly have a fair share of audience that listens not only from all over the United States, but all over the world. In fact, I have an idea. I am going to today give you a list of the countries that have downloaded and listened to Weather Jazz in the past. Oh, I don't know. We'll pick an arbitrary figure. How about the last six months? Because the list is long, it's extensive, and it is encouraging that so many people are listening to Weather Jazz. And again, getting back to my point, to those of you who are not in Northeast Ohio, you may have heard that we have had quite a system move through, not only here, but in a very wide swath. Yesterday, we had a winter storm warning that was in effect from north central Texas all the way into northern New England and northwest Maine. And just as I thought would happen, and that was going to be enough snow to put Cleveland Hopkins Airport, the official location for Cleveland weather data, which is in the southwestern corner of Cuyahoga County. It's basically about, oh, as the crow flies, maybe 10 or 12 miles southwest of the downtown city location of Cleveland. And it was only two weeks ago that we were running a snowfall deficit prorated for the season of almost 20 inches of snow. That's two feet, two feet below normal. Of course, you got to remember that we simply did not see much snowfall in the month of December. It was uh, only at the end of the month, the last week, that we picked up two-tenths of an inch. And so the entire month totaled two-tenths of an inch. And December, obviously, it's, it's a winter month, so you tend to see a decent amount of snow at some point in time, but not this year. The only other year that had less 
snowfall for the entire month was it was a trace and i believe that was probably sometime back in the 1920s or 30s i don't have the date with me right now but the december snowfall a 0.2 inches that we received this year did tie the number two spot for another year also pretty early in the uh, period so given the fact that we didn't see much in December, obviously we're going to run a pretty deep deficit in January, and we did until the pattern changed. Now, back uh, about two months ago, two and a half months ago, we ran our winter weather outlook, which is still on here, and I believe it might have been uh, the first Monday in November that Scott and I talked about it. We were concerned about a deep cold, persistently cold pattern in the month of December. And we were all wet, no pun intended. And so that slid over 30 days or maybe 40. But once we broke into that pattern, this was the pattern we really anticipated developing in the month of December. And so we're a little late for that. Now, those areas just to our East-Northeast, especially in ski country of New York State and northern New England, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine, they had a decent amount of snowfall and a great start to the ski season. And of course, this pattern only expanded that because they were able to make a lot of snow on top of the natural stuff which fell. But it wasn't until that pattern shift and the jet stream was able to sag south a little bit before a lot of the USA got in on the snowfall act. Incidentally, today, as far as snow observations go in the lower 48, we have a snowpack that covers over 50% now of the lower 48, 50.7%. So just shy of 51%. And that is the seasonal max. We came close to that back in late December, early January, only to eclipse it this time thanks to the storm that just passed by. One more note before we take a quick break. Weather Jazz and all of the meteorologists at WJW Television in Cleveland, and I believe I speak for virtually everybody in the Cleveland television market, along with many others too, just meteorologists in general, we do not name winter storms. Now, recently you may have seen, maybe even on some local social media pages, including our very own, uh, a reference to it. That was only so that people could find the articles that we were posting about this winter storm Uh, But uh, I made it very clear on the air, and I'm making it very clear here right now. We simply don't do that. We do name hurricanes. We have done that for decades. But as far as naming winter storms go, well, that came from another media outlet. Uh, Who shall remain nameless doesn't need to be named here. Don't need to point fingers. But it came from another source. And I'm not sure what uh, the focus was or or the reason to do it but we don't name winter storms and one of the problems with that is that the criteria is so vague see with hurricanes we know that you need a 74 mile per hour wind to call them hurricanes and of course they do get a name once they get to the tropical storm level 
and it has to be warm core. There is a very, very specific set of rules uh, which uh, cause the name to be given by the National Hurricane Center. Now, I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir here, but I just wanted to make it very clear. You will never, ever hear any of our meteorologists at WJW Television or whether they are guests here on Weather Jazz, refer to a winter storm as a personal name or pronoun. End of story. Well, it is Friday, and I do have a very, very fun story to tell you coming back after the break. I hope you're going to be there because it's uh, it was really a fun thing that uh, was a part of my Friday morning, and I'll tell you about it coming up right after this. We're back, and it's Friday. Had a great Friday morning, and I was looking forward to this morning because it was the Free Jingles Friday segment, which Music Radio Creative in the UK, in Isle of Wight, which is south of London, they do, uh, they used to do every week, but they have a new schedule. Now they do it once a month, and this was the Friday that they were going to put that together at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That would be 2 p.m. their time. They actually pushed it to 2 p.m. because they had so many viewers from the United States that really didn't want to get up at 7 a.m. Central Time or 6 a.m. Mountain Time. So they pushed it ahead one hour, and that way more people in the USA could tune in to Free Jingle Friday. Well, about a month ago, I sent Mike and Isabella Russell our New Year newsletter and card because it mentioned the studio. They were a part of the development of the studio. I had some questions for them, which they answered on Free Jingle Friday in 2021. And so I wanted them to see the end result. It was really meant to encourage them to let them know that they had a wonderful fan base in the USA. Little did I know that this morning they actually held up my letter and read a portion of my newsletter, which talked about the studio. I also sent them some photos. And what I will do is I will actually put on weatherjazz.com, episode number 292, a little video clip of the very beginning of the the program that they did this morning, that they held up the pictures. You'll get to see my studio and where I do weather jazz. And also Mike's thumbs up of approval of the DBX286S, which is a mic processor, very high-end. And it's one of the things that my supporters... Here at Weather Jazz have essentially allowed me to expand in order to make this podcast sound as best that it can. And it's just one of the pieces of equipment along with the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line that helps me to stay in touch with you. All of these things are made possible by my supporters. So if you're one of my supporters, Oh, please give yourself a pat on the back and a warm thank you from me to you. Of course, this is Friday, so I'm going to get to brag on you as I normally do at the end of today's program. 
But uh, suffice to say that that was kind of a real fun part of my morning. And again, if you'd like to see that, I will post the video on weatherjazz.com, episode number 292. Incidentally, today's stinger was done by Isabella Russell today. And so that is less than just a couple of hours old. That's the little stinger that you hear right after the Weather Jazz jingle open. Wow. Lots of fun stuff here today. It is going to be a weekend where we do some recovery and cleanup because of all of the storminess that we have seen. We saw a significant one two weeks ago. We saw a significant one yesterday. Now it appears as though while the pattern remains cold, it will be quiet. So, so you can clean up with confidence if you live in the Ohio Valley or in Buffalo or in Indianapolis or St. Louis or even north central Texas. That's how long of a streak the snow left. And that is why today we have almost 51% of the lower 48 essentially waking up to snowpack. And I will also post that map on episode 292 right here at Weather Jazz. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. And please do help me to spread the word about this podcast inside your sphere of influence, especially maybe those of you who have friends or family that have never listened to a podcast before. But maybe they've said, what is this podcast thing? Well, tell them about weather jazz, especially if they're into science, weather, even off-topic episodes as well. And now I get to brag on all of you that help me to support weather jazz and assist in making this podcast to sound better and better and better, hopefully with everyone that I produce. Those people are... In no particular order, Will and Tonya Krause and family in Ohio, Christine Barnes in Ohio, Rose Moore, Ohio, Dale Osborne in Ohio, in Florida, Bill Martin, in Vermont, Victoria Singer and Kian Galunas, and in Tennessee, Andrea Rich. And I would love to add your name to that list. And the process is pretty easy. Just go to weatherjazz.com, weatherjazz.com. Click on the supporter tab at the very top. And not only will you see the current list of supporters, the list that I just gave you, but it will also tell you how you can add your name to that list. It's very easy. And it serves as encouragement to me to allow this podcast to be the very, very best that it can be. Do you have a question or a topic suggestion? I welcome your input. You can easily reach me, weatherjazz at yahoo.com. Also now via text or voicemail at the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line. The number is 234-525-5888, 234-525-5888. And if that's too fast or you're perhaps on a run or you're in the car, can't transcribe it, Absolutely no worry. Just go to weatherjazz.com whenever you have a chance and click on the contacts tab at the very top. And that information will be right at your fingertips. Well, have a good weekend, everybody. Again, a weekend to clean up for the Ohio Valley and a lot of the USA from the most recent storm. Pace yourself. 
and have fun. Maybe get the whole family involved. That would be a lot of fun. And then come inside and grab yourself a hot chocolate and sit by a warm fire. Doesn't that sound nice? Have a great weekend, everybody. I will see you on Monday right here with a brand new episode of Weather Jazz. Weather and science across the globe. Just